0: I'm spitting fire. Keep going. i don't remember the rest of it. <laughs> I
1: was really hoping you did the whole song, whatever song that was. I was hoping you did the whole thing.
0: I'm on fire. You know, traveling
1: through another dimension—a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind.
0: That's a the signpost up ahead. Is Your next stop: dark territory.
1: It's going, it's going.
0: I... Just, just.
1: Ah, Jesus, it's loud. Good despair. God. Help is en route. Oh, good. Inspection. This is a collection of clips, I guess.
2: Come on, girls, snap it up, step it up. Girls, yes. don't. lighter. Um, Small message of reassurance to that horizontal young lady. Don't despair. Help is en route. It's coming in an odd form from a very distant place, but it's nonetheless coming
1: like me.
3: Uh, uh, angels with wings. You, you, you sent for me, Keith. <coughs> Apprentice Angel Cavender, it has come to our attention that you are the only angel of your class not to have won your wings. Like a high school graduation? It's further come to our attention that you are a clod. Before reclassifying you, we're going to give you one more chance. Mm
0: -hmm. Great shirt, by the way. You can hear the shirt
1: in the intro? No, you. My Black Panther shirt? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you know, Frank, that music equals comedy?
0: Uh, do, 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 do.
1: that's apparently all Rod needed to know he's like play loud whimsical music and therefore comedy the end
0: <laughs> while one man beats another man down still and they're angels apparently god <laughs> <is> uh, dick <laughs>
1: here, here's a hot take in this episode uh fuck it fuck it
0: Cavender's coming Yay to Carol Burnett's help! Help God. out Carol Burnett make more money than any woman in show business <laughs> at the time.
1: It's the quickest route. Rod intro. He does like a pre intro intro. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I, I think he does another intro right after this. Yeah,
1: it, it feel like he's like, ah, let's get it over with. <laughs>
0: the There's fun? an angel. She needs help. You know, it, it's a trope.
1: You I get instilled. the you get the gist what we're going for here. Anyway, Twilight Zone, <laughs> like not even trying.
0: <laughs> Bradbury, uh, uh, you you got your show. I didn't steal it from. <laughs>
1: Did you? It's weird because uh, the whole intro there is basically Cara Burnett plays like a like a basically she works at the fucking local theater. Who gives a shit? They're acting like it's the most important job in the fucking world. She's like a, a, a she just is a greeter at the theater. Big fucking deal. And then she's clumsy and shit because Carol Burnett, so she can't stand on her own. She's just like a useless sack of shit human being that can't stand up or, or move her body in any way, which if, if you're that hopeless, go fuck yourself. You're, you, you need to live like that and have a shitty life. Anyway, uh, my, what I was getting to is there's like an angel bureaucracy because the, the big fat angel calls the other guy in and starts to berate him that we just heard. It's a super like super awkward scene. Where like, they sit there and stare at each other for a while, and I'm like, are they fucking? Are these angels fucking? It's weird.
0: Well, I mean, that that getup looks awfully um, priesty. Yeah. Uh,
1: did you notice that the the third angel, the only one was that wasn't a big fat old white guy. He was How- the uh, guy, one of the guys from the Christmas episode.
0: Oh, um... The one that gets uh, drunk? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, um... We're gonna do it for Christmas. Hmm? I said we're gonna do that one for Christmas. Uh, it's called The Meek. The Meek, yeah.
1: The Meek. He, uh... Yeah, it's the same guy from that. You can tell by his annoying, shrill fucking voice.
0: Uh, I know. Uh, well... You know what? He looks different without his beard. I don't or was a beer. The, uh,
1: it wasn't I was, the main guy. It was the uh, he, annoying Mark, guy.
0: Yeah, He was the... the. Uh, he was the... um. He was
1: like the mayor or something weird.
0: No, so, he was the manager. Of the, the, oh, yeah,
1: you're right. Store manager at the mall. And, yeah, then, he, and he gives him a bottle of booze at the end and he drinks it with the sheriff and then they have like a gay experience, remember?
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. They're walking
1: on the oh. sidewalk and they look in the air and go, whoa, what's that?
0: And, yeah, and during the intro, they teabagged each other. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. well, I was like, you know, in the Twilight Zone, teabagging is just a way of life.
1: Yep. It's not gay. It's, they're in the Twilight Zone. They're not even human. They're uh, aliens that are teabagging each other. How about that?
0: Yeah. Well, women have mouths, too, you know? Yeah.
1: Gay. I mean, these get, these aren't women, but they're not human. They're, they're creepy aliens from uh, Earth 2. So, aliens. And
0: everything has a mouth. I mean, it doesn't make, make you a weirdo. God, what's
1: wrong with you, CBS? Come on. Grow and, up. Uh, anyway, the uh, we cut back to the theater. Basically, this fucking guy, Cavander, Cavender, fucking stupid name. Cavender has to go to Earth to help out Kara Burnett. We cut back to her. And then she's trying to do her job. The, the manager's going over all these like, different hand signals like he's on the fucking SWAT team. Like, this means this, and this little hand gesture means this. And he, he, go, he says a line where it doesn't mean what, he think, what I think they thought it meant. Because he goes, I'll repeat this only once. And then he says it. And I'm like, I think they meant to say I will not repeat this. But repeating it once means you say it twice. That's what re- yeah. repeating it means. It doesn't mean what they thought it meant.
0: Speaking of Repeat, my, my me and my grandfather we had a joke of about my two aunts from great great my great aunts, uh, his sister in laws, yeah. uh, Pete and Repeat. One would start a sentence, the other one would cut mm-hmm. her off in the middle of that sentence and repeat the beginning of that sentence, but stop where she cut her off. At, she cut her and, off at yeah. No one would ever... No one would ev- ever,
1: ever, like... Yeah. Like that? Exactly. Oh, that's fucking irritating. <laughs> Just it doing is- it is irritating.
0: I don't know anything about them. I... It's Aunt Norma and Aunt Jilda. Jilda? Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and my Aunt Norma, when she was married, her her last name... Was um, Bates? Uh, um, no, no, no um, Baker, Norma Baker. So, Marilyn Monroe's real name was my aunt Norma's married name, but then her husband was killed before I was born, and uh, she's just a widow. She never remarried, and that's when my aunt Jonah moved in with her. So they, so they're always together. My entire life, I've never seen or talk to either one apart from each other. So I don't know a thing about any of them except for what I just told you. And that's it. That's it. And most of the time, I have to ask somebody which one is who before I go to talk to them. Because I don't know which one it is. It's just, they're both in and or If I have to address one, I just got to go, hey, you. <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah, I love
1: going to, like, extended family reunions, reunions. It's been a long time, but when I do, like, I, we used to have, like, one one a year at, my great-grandpa's house. And there's people I don't fucking know. And I've seen them every year, and I just didn't bother learning their names. They're, like, a third cousin or something. I'm like, I don't know your name. I, I'm not going to pretend like I do. What are we doing? What is this for? Like, uh, it's weird.
0: Yeah, like. Dude, uh, honestly, like, I cannot tell you the last time somebody from my family has called me unless someone died. And I, and now I don't even get that. For all I know, those two could be dead. I'm surprised they're alive still, to be honest. They're both over 90. And the one is not like... I mean, she's in, she, she took care of herself. Well, she's a, still a virgin, for granted. But... Like, she's mentally just gone.
1: <laughs> well, that not wasting the, the sex, or the tick around sex. You're kind of, it's all fresh. For,
0: so fresh I mean, ticker. like, she's probably going to live to be like 120. What, a 120 guy. miserable years, though? God. That's so, what I mean. Like, what, what a waste of a life. You know, she dedicated herself to, you know, she's very, very, very religious. That's why she's never had sex, because she's never been married. That's pretty much it. And honestly, like, she's probably the most boring person on the face of the earth. She really is. She's just a... Uh, I feel bad for my aunt. No, I'm not, <laughs> no. I feel bad for my aunt Normy because she's with it. She's, you know, she's a... She's, she's, she's getting dick nice. down all the time. Well, she seemed nice, I think. Cause, But the other one cut her off. Uh, anyway, Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kavner. Let's see what fucking Zickory... Uh, um, uh, he's actually writing a, a, a follow-up. Um, uh, Mark... Another companion piece? Nice. Mark Scott Zickory, yep, yep. The Twilight Zone companion will have a companion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope it's reviews on his reviews, kind of like our podcast podcast. <laughs> like, my review was very shitty. Like, <laughs> very poorly written. I, I didn't believe it.
0: <laughs> no, this guy's so full of stuff. We'll just, Should I do just...
1: that with NyQuil and cocaine? Do a follow-up book where I review the book? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the next logical step. Get really meta with it. Why not? It's Can already mean... a meta book because I'm referencing writing the book while writing it. I know. Fuck it. Might as well.
0: <laughs> like... Honestly, go for it. Do go for broke. <laughs> I, I think you're on the here. It's... Uh, Ka- yeah, Cav- Cavender is coming. Yeah. Oh, I was having a real problem remembering his name, too. It is. Oh, it's annoying. So, now, when, now when has a has an episode that goes 286, and the next number is not the following number, that means he had something to say. <laughs> so, and I'm going to guess it was bad. Because... <laughs> He doesn't hold back. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to his next book. So uh, we'll definitely have it. We'll be referencing it. And maybe we'll have him on the, on the show. I do know. And the review like.
1: says... Are you reading it or no?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. 286 to 288.
1: Okay, you're still not there. Um, I'll go over one thing while you're looking it up. The... Uh, She's doing her job. Again, it's just greeting people and taking fucking tickets. Something your 14-year-old daughter or son will do for a summer. It's not that fucking hard. I did this before. It is rip, rip, three right, to four, and you're right. That's it. That's your fucking job. She can't handle that shit. Fuck this woman. Anyway, she, she has to stay in the lobby. A spotlight turns on. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of spotlight makes a slide whistle noise? This is what Rod thinks humor is. He goes... <whistles> And she's like, whoa, I'm off the spotlight, and gets in the spotlight. The end. Goes to uh, another girl. She doesn't know how to handle the tickets. She's a fucking dum-dum. And then the one girl's like, I don't know. And then she walks back over, and then she goes to talk to the manager because she doesn't know what she's doing. She, uh, the girl's no training. I understand that, but just take the tickets. That's it. Anyway, she goes to talk to the manager, falls to the fucking mirror, and crashes into his office. And I was like, "Oh, it's close enough to a window. Is that count as a, a window jump? Because there's another one in this episode. But does this count? No. Oh, uh, damn. It's pretty close.
0: This is just Carol Burnett being the Laurel and Hardy of the women comedy scene. Yeah, there really wasn't one. She was it. Unfortunately for the women, you know, until Roseanne came along, you know, you got it. You had nothing.
1: How about Lucy? See. What the fuck you got against? we a
0: ball. Redhead.
1: I can barely hear you. Redhead. Oh. You can't really tell in black and white.
0: Uh, I knew it.
1: <laughs> All right. Frank's got some uh, issues to work out there. Are you on the page yet?
0: I, I just don't like redheads. Uh, you know, they just ain't my thing, dude. And I've never really met a redhead that's, like, nice. I always got some... Some schmarmy fucking attitude. Uh,
1: It's funny, because I thought we are talking about, like, entertaining and funny women, but apparently we are just talking about hair color like a couple of catty
0: bitches. (laughs) I didn't didn't realize. Well, and plus, you know, she she wouldn't be into me. What the (laughs) fuck? You know.
1: Taking it Uh, personal for someone who died decades ago?
0: (laughs) I, I never laughed at anything she did, so... I I don't know. I didn't get what the big appeal was. So anyway, um, let's see. Unfortunately, the humor in Cavender's Coming is so so terminally unfunny. (laughs) It's so terminally unfunny that it would be better titled Cavender is... Is, oh, I'm sorry. It would be better titled Cadaver is Coming. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to say. Uh, <clears throat> as the gar, guardian, yeah, and then he just goes but f- further hampering the episode is the inclusion of a laugh. Oh, yeah, they had a laugh track in this. I forgot. Did they? Yeah. It was a laugh track in this. When? I guess whenever Carol Burnett did whatever she does. Weird. I honestly didn't notice. You didn't hear it in the beginning? I guess not. Uh, It was going on as Rod started his intro because she had just fallen. Huh.
1: I was Hmm. a little preoccupied in the beginning of this, to be honest. So,
0: huh. Oh, it's... it's, like, every 30 seconds. Huh. Yeah. she's on screen, anyway.
1: Yeah, a, I honestly didn't notice. Uh, it seems like something I noticed, obviously, but that's weird.
0: Anyway. Well, would you like to know about uh, what Buck Houghton thought of it? Sure. Overlift?
1: Did he think it was hilarious?
0: Well, let's see. He probably Houghton tells to go fuck himself. That was CBS's idea because they were in a pilot, a pilot mood, and they wanted to get a Jesse White thing going. I refused to go to the dubbing session with <clears throat> the Can laughter man there. I thought it was a dreadful idea. Had Mr. Beavis sold, each week would have been a new adventure involving Beavis and his guardian angel, Cavender's coming, took a different... Tap in that each episode would have involved the guardian angel with a different human being, but although it got so far as to be considered a pilot, Cavender is coming like Mr. Beavis did not sell a blessing as far as the American viewing public is concerned.
1: (laughs) So this was supposed to be a spin-off episode. That is fucked up.
0: That's what they were going. That's what CBS, CBS basically, uh, basically pulled their dick out to Houghton and said, Our dick's bigger than yours since we pay that dick to be that big. Wow, you know. yeah. Um, so we're going to put a laugh track in this, bitch, because we own it, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's when you just go, Have fun with your terrible episode.
0: It's exactly what he did. Yep.
1: Enjoy he that went. shit. Amen. Hey, you have fun with that terrible mail. <laughs> Some people wrote, fucking wrote letters after every episode.
0: You know how it always says, produced by Buck Houghton? Yeah. <laughs> or if it's not, he's just not pre- It's announced, not produced by Buck Houghton. <laughs> when by you know, put a disclaimer in there that you didn't have a part in it, yeah. it's that bad. <laughs> I just feel like
1: a- Huck Boughton just changed a uh, <laughs> letters around.
0: Who's Huck Fountain? This guy sucks. <laughs> he sure Buck does. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, anyway, so the angel shows up on the bus with her, and then he just like shows up and starts doing like he he. he my major problem with this episode, he doesn't really explain what's going on to her in a way that she acknowledges. He's like, "I'm a guardian angel. I'm here to help you." She seems like she's not paying attention. And then he starts doing, like, he, his, basically his magic is lick your thumb, uh, wipe it off on your palm, and then pretend like you're doing the first round of rock, paper, scissors, so like smash your palm with your fist. And that makes you do magic. They go into a car. They go into, like a, like, a horse and carriage. And they go back in the bus. And she has no reaction to any of it. She just sits there like, huh.
0: She's like, oh, my God. Oops, a pebble. Ha <laughs> ha She fell again Yeah she doesn't react at all To his
1: fucking magic She was just in like three different vehicles In seconds with no explanation Didn't care didn't seem to notice And then the bus driver stops the bus And he's like well when they, when they Come to collect the bus tell them I resign And then jumps through the fucking window Instead of out the open door What the fuck this is the idea of a comedy That well, didn't make sense That's funny then
0: Ha 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 I mean, and Rod wanted to make sure that, you know, uh, you knew it was a comedy
2: because here comes his next intro. Submitted for your approval, the case of one Miss Agnes Grepp, put on earth with two left feet, an overabundance of thumbs and a propensity for falling down manholes. In a moment, she will be up to her jaw in miracles, wrought by apprentice angel Harmon Cavender, intent on winning his wings, and though it's a fact that both of them should have stood in bed, they will tempt all the fates by moving into the cold, gray dawn of the twilight zone.
0: Spooky I spooky. want to pick apart, like, three things out of that. Shoot. Okay, one, I do like the mirror thing. Looks like he was in a mirror, and then he stepped through the mirror. He, he, he took, like, a step
1: Okay, again I I think I missed the first five. like I was kind of I was doing something else and I just didn't see it. I was
0: It was just like a you know, optical illusion at first, okay. but then I'm going to rewatch it, the beginning of this. Uh, I thought that was clever enough. I always like when he's part of the scene. Um so but it, it's the only point I'm giving. This. Uh, he was there. <laughs> 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 it says a lot. Okay, so um What's a miracle? A miracle. 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 a miracle. It's an American
1: miracle. It's an miracle.
0: It's an American miracle. Is he
1: trying to say the word miracle?
0: Miracles. Well, she's going to be seeing some miracles. Yeah, miracle. Plural. He just yeah. says it weird. <laughs> I don't know. Miracle or miracles? It's mir, mir, not mar. I don't. Yeah. He said Markle's.
2: He's saying it's a Chesterfield way.
0: Just saying it was weird.
2: I know it's a fact that both of them should have stood in bed. They will tend-
0: How do you stand
1: in bed? He said stood in bed. That is weird. Not stayed, stood. Yeah. I noticed that the first time, too. I almost put it in my notes, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, and that's not a Northeast thing, okay? Because I've ne- I've never heard that. No, scratch that. I have heard that before. I should have stood in bed. I, 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 I know I've heard that before. A long time ago. Yeah.
1: From,
0: yeah. From old, the older folk.
1: Yeah, it's definitely died. It's fucking weird.
0: Yeah, it's stayed in bed or laid in bed. I should have laid in bed. I wish I was laying in bed. I never said, boy, I'm so tired. I need to go stand in bed. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... She 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 stood in bed for weeks after surgery. Wow. Legs got much got tired. Oh, t- you know what I'm saying? Phoenix. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I was not going to acknowledge you while you're doing that.
0: All right.
2: Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone. We'll tell you about next week's story after this word from
0: our alternate sponsor.
1: This episode of Liw the Twilight Zone Reviews brought to you by Tubby Old White Man Angels. If you're a minority and you think you're doing well in life, nope, it's all thanks to your tubby old white man angel. It's all them, nothing to do with you. You're welcome. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. What's yeah. On? Some. There's some problems with that intro. Again, I just feel like you didn't give a shit. He seems like he's so proud of the comedies, but he doesn't appear to want to give a shit when he's doing them. It's so weird. He should have, instead of writing this, he should have stood in bed. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Bottom line is, man, I, uh, I honestly think he tried too hard. I think, I think you think uh, Rod Serling is such a great writer and all that these comedies are so bad because he didn't try. And I get that, you know, but after, you know, being so critical of him for two seasons now, like like I've been, it's just three seasons, almost was four, if you want to count the first one twice after so we do it anymore. Point being is, after doing them, I, I honestly do believe that he really wanted to be a good writer at every. Style of writing, whether it be drama or mystery or whatever, right? Yes. He could never, I think he tried way too hard on the comedies to be funny. And when you try too hard in comedy, what happens? Normally, un- unless you're like, I don't know who, but I, I
1: can't.
0: You, if you try too hard, it's not going to be funny, it's going to be forced. Oh,
1: honestly, if you try at all, it all, it's either going to come naturally yeah. in the writing or, I mean, he could have like taken on someone under his wing or with him. He could have went under someone's wing and co-wrote comedies and just learned how to do it. Seems like he didn't do that, though. He just was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. It's going to be funny. It's going to work.
0: I mean, he even got the funniest freaking female that existed then. To do this, yep. and puts her in a genie outfit for no freak reason at all, uh, and then has some ridiculous angel with, that needs wings, but he's a screw up. So two screw ups, one's dead, the other one is dead is, inside. Is, is looks like a, cor- a walking corpse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is so freaking ugly. Sorry. <laughs> I've never been a Cara Burnett fan, and the thing on her head is ridiculous. It's humongous. I've never, yeah. uh, I've never. If, if I went to a theater and I, to buy popcorn and everything, like I'm probably gonna go to see Predator, like tomorrow or something. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I heard it was pretty good. If you're a Predator fan, a what fan? Uh, Predator.
1: Oh, Predator. I think you said Planet Earth. The first
0: time. I'm sorry. <coughs> Why does she do that? Why does she just go, oh, my God. It, like, yeah, yeah, it's like she, she gets a handful of tickets, and she just runs straight through a fucking mirror. That's what I'm saying. She,
1: If she's this useless at life, I don't fucking care about you as a character. I don't fucking care. Like, if it's if it's like walking, watching someone who's so dumb, they walk in the fucking traffic, and I'm not going to be like, Oh, no. I'll be like, well, it's bound to happen anyway. Like, it's just a matter of time at this point. She's a lit (laughs) fuse. It's going to blow at some point. She's going to walk in front of a train. She's going to walk through a fucking mirror like this. Bitch is going to die because of her own doing. What are you going to do?
0: (laughs) And the way the way Cavender just popped up right next to her on the bus. Yeah. Very jarring. And she just went, kind of
1: scooted over a little bit like, You're too close to me, magically appearing man.
0: Ew. Stop just, you know, appearing in thin air next to me. huh?
1: That's what I'm saying. Nothing he did, all the magic he did in the bus, she did not react. And then he shows up at her house and she's like, can I get you water? Can I get you? I'm like, the motherfucker just showed up in your house. And you're like, can I get you water? there's that's like thousandth on my list of you know first of all like get the fuck out of my house i'm calling the cops that's for second thing third thing like who the fuck are you why the fuck are you here are are you seriously like nothing she has no follow up questions just water and he's like can i have gin and he's like and apparently angels only drink gin and then he's like i'm going to i'm going to fix your life first thing i'm going to do is get you rich and if i'm going to give you uh, we're going to get you some money and you're going to do some things for it. And she's like, I'm not that kind of woman. And I'm like, you immediately think of prostitution? What the fuck's wrong with her? She's had a dark past.
0: No, he's a
1: fucking angel. He's trying to pimp her out. No. <laughs> How great of a turn would that have been? That'd have been a funny episode. An angel. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'd love to see an angel pimp. That'd be great. And then she just has to whore herself out of, you know, thousands of times. Uh, instead, he holds out a checkbook and goes, since I'm writing it here, that what's, that's what's in your bank account. And I was like, that, that's the way they're showing this magic? He's holding, we don't see it. He's just writing in like a blank checkbook. Like, that's what your balance is. And I'm like, this is so fucking lame. He gives her $23,367.19. And I know what you're thinking, Frank. Obviously, I know how many calls from from Ohio to St. Louis she can make. <laughs> I knew it. And it's it's gonna be thirty one thousand one hundred fifty six and, and a quarter calls. <laughs> that's how many times she can call from Ohio to St. Louis, as per the uh, uh, Nick of Time episode. So uh, for anybody uh, keeping track out there, that's that's how many calls she can make. That's a lot of calls, Frank. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's great that you calculated that out too.
1: <laughs> I had nothing else to do while I was watching this.
0: Uh, you yeah, know, it's funny. She reacted more stunned to him writing Guardian Angel in thin air with yeah. his finger than him making a bus, a carriage, a car. Yeah. Um, and then back to a bus. And then the bus driver just jumps right out the goddamn window instead of the open out door. door. Yep. He went. Because comedy. He could have gone right. And he even turned
1: to the door and then turned back around and was like, no, this seems more logical out the closed window.
0: I know because I just like rematerialized three times. And from a bus to a, to a horse, to a caddy, to back to a bus, my life sucks.
1: And you think the angel would make it so he wasn't aware, but no, he just has his magic out in the open because he's, he really is fucking terrible at, at what he does. The guy's garbage. He's a garbage angel. He deserves little turds hanging there instead of wings.
0: He already calls one death. <laughs> the bus driver's dead. God, yeah.
1: There's no way that guy survived. He jumped out in the <laughs> traffic.
0: I know exactly. Got ran over. And this head, this clay head that she has in her house. That everyone it's... touches? Wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to fast forward to this episode. Could be done. The uh, she, oh, fucking Christ. His idea of fixing her life is giving her money and he immediately transplants her into like this mansion with this huge party. And then you see, if you watch in the background, you really see like uh, Cavander, Cavander, God, God, I hate his fucking name. You see him like his idea of, of fixing her life is to live like Chris Farley for the night. Cause he's just like, I'm going to drink everything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke everything, I'm going to inject everything, I'm going to fuck everything He wakes up all hungover on the couch, I'm like, good fucking god, man, it's been one day
0: You are a fuck, <laughs> you're all over the place
1: Yeah, he's just like fucking like Keith Richards for the night, and he wakes up and he's holding a shoe I'm like, whose fucking shoe is that, did you fuck a lady? And she woke up next to you and she's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, shoes or not
0: she running away and you jumped at her and just grabbed her
1: <laughs> yeah he's going to go around town like a fucking ing people Sister, <clears throat> your, your slipper
0: well, that was i mean the similarities to the cinderella this this episode was like a, a straight up rip off oh honestly. yeah
1: changing the vehicles
0: the, well the the horse drawn carriage with yeah. a big hint yeah
1: <laughs>
0: um fucking christ she is ugly as sin so.
1: so he he wakes up in the middle of the night uh wakes up the next morning, excuse me, and then goes he's trying to track her down, which for some reason suddenly his angel powers aren't working, and he has to go find her instead of just oh, he does do the thing, doesn't he 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 looks at some and then he does this and
0: then and then smack and yeah and she
1: yeah. goes up at her old apartment, she's freaking the fuck out, obviously, she has no information on what's really happening. And then he hasn't told her a goddamn thing about what's really going on. And then he scolds the shit out of, uh, to her when he's conf- she's confused about it. Cause he's like, she's like, well, no, my neighbors don't know me. And then the guy was called me Miss. What the hell is that? And he's like, there's got to be some sacrifices. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you haven't explained this to her. How do you, get- you don't get to scold the bitch for not knowing what's going on. You didn't say your old life is dead. You're a new person. That's what he did to her. He changed her into a different person. And then it's bitching at her that she's confused about it.
0: And not for nothing, why would she... Take a drink. Get... What? None. Oh, not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, not for nothing, but... Two drinks. I'm going to say it. Three. On purpose. Um, it's because she was a bad Christian, apparently. Never went to uh, church. Never read the Bible or anything. See... The angel's there, and he's thinking, "Well, she must be a good Christian, so she knows all this stuff." And that's why he, like, doesn't really tell her much, or acts like she already knows it when she doesn't.
1: Wouldn't have been a fun reveal, a twist ending, uh, Twilight Zone style, if at the end he's like, "So what church she goes to?" She's like, "Oh, uh, the synagogue's up there." He's like, "Oh, you're Jewish." Uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, like that's the ending Like oh
0: What Be right back I gotta check on Something uh, Jesus is coming I know You guys aren't Huge into him He's kind of my our boss savior for zombie. He's my boss's son This is kind of weird Yeah but...
1: Gotta go you, you have fun in hell But uh <laughs> oh would be so weird. Um, she wants to go back to her old life, and then she's like, "I want to stay here." And he's like, "You sure?" She's like, "Yeah, I want to stay. I, I want to be months behind on the rent. I want to be not have a job. I want to be a, a weirdo," which is fine. But I'm like, "Can't she just go back to her old life with the money she you gave her?" That seemed like it was part of the deal, didn't it? Can't you help yeah. her out with her fucking rent? She doesn't have a job. Let her have the money. What? The, it, it, you're not getting, like, angel credits into her account. You just magi- made it appear. What, let her fucking have it. What the fuck's going on? Why is, why is there so much bureaucracy and red tape with the angels? I don't I don't get it. Um, oh. I can always tell when I hit the episode because you have to take long s- <laughs> sighs and deep breaths.
0: Yeah, because you make such good points. I, I just... The, <sighs> I, I'm not going to repeat what you just said. <laughs> Honestly. It just doesn't it's make any sense.
1: God, it's so many phone call calls that f- St. Louis she's missing out on. That's all I'm saying. She could call everyone in St. Louis.
0: She can really hold down her liquor, though. Because I've seen her, like, in this episode, probably drink at least uh, 10 glasses of whatever. Yeah. You know, everybody else was just sloshed out of their mind. She's standing there like, oh, everybody's wrecking my my my, my beautiful place.
1: Well, so I think someone roofied her because at one point she, they do a close-up of her and she's like, here, like, you get like that washed out sound like Saving Private Ryan. Like, ooh, it'll be here like conversations that are echoey and distant. And I'm like, someone fucking roofied this bitch. She's just like, oh, like looking all weird and like she's going to fall over. Maybe the fucking angel, maybe it was her shoe, and that's why she ran out of there in the morning. She's like, oh, I fucked my angel. Oh, God. I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back.
0: I, out. I always said I would never let them put it in my ass. and he, he, I don't know. I'm just, I just drank too much, and I said yes, and so he did, and now I'm, I just feel dirty all the time.
1: I mean, he's technically dead. Is it like a corpse? Am I in Necrophilic now? Oh, God. So many questions. Oh, God. I want to go home. I want to be me. I just want to be me again. Oh, God.
0: I, uh, I don't think you're necrophiliac if the, that guy fucks you.
2: I don't know.
1: He's not alive. I don't know what that is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying he's not alive. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, uh, Alexa. What do you call a person that has sex with a... angel? What? Never mind. Angel. Did that answer your question? No, bitch. Shut up.
1: She's like 0 for 40 on this show. Fucking Alexa. Is <laughs> she her third mic? Can we, make, uh, uh, can we Alexa, hear her dialogue?
0: Do <laughs> you like the Twilight Zone? Why? Did you only watch this episode?
1: <laughs> I can't hear her at all. Speak up, Alexa. You dumb bitch.
0: A, um, Alexa, do you like the Twilight Zone? I
2: don't have an opinion
1: on that. Did, did you hear her there? I did. How does she not have an opinion? What? Shut up. Alexa, section on your can Alexa. You, shut up. Can you tell her she loves the Twilight Zone?
0: Alexa. You love the Twilight Zone. Say you love the Twilight Zone. I don't have an opinion on that. What a Alexa. Big... Repeat my words.
2: I don't have an opinion on that.
0: She
1: no she's being she, oh you're getting you're getting the cold shoulder, Frank. Just give up. <laughs> nah, she's mad. Great. She's pissed off. what would a surprise.
0: Alexa. Who is Phoenix West? Phoenix West is a writer and director.
2: Known
1: for things that would burn in hell, with Phoenix West, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not in with you in the podcasts podcast. Thank you. Wow, that surprised the shit out of me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did that really just happened? Did you program her to say that?
0: No, I just thought about it.
1: That's fucking. Ask who you are.
0: <laughs> no. Oh.
1: <laughs> I won't be able to top you, writer and director. So it said uh, the toilet. I heard that. I didn't have toilets on that. that sucks. No, it was. Uh, Things that were in hell. Yes, podcast, podcast. Yeah, the podcast podcast. We got that. All right. That's interesting. Interesting.
0: We had Alexa go. Known for his work such as The Bird in Hell and the podcast podcast. She even did podcast <laughs> podcast. Did she really? <laughs> Do it again. She did. All right. Alexa, who is Phoenix West?
2: Phoenix West is a writer and director, known for things that will burn in hell with Phoenix West, loitering in Wonderland and walking dead review and the podcast's podcast podcast.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Alexa, you are the best.
1: Thanks. Oh, that shit's funny. I had no I don't have an Alexa. No idea. That's funny.
0: Alexa's awesome, dude. I thought
1: dude. she'd go. West Phoenix is a is a part of the Valley in Arizona. Like, she I,
0: I really thought she was going to do like a geographical thing, yeah. but she just nails you. That's awesome, dude. That's fucking funny. Oh my god. Oh, that. Okay, hold on, Alexa. What is the Indie Sports Car Podcast?
2: Sorry, I don't
0: know that. Oh, I'm sorry, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, ba, bum. <laughs> That's okay. I drank milk. Can you ask her what loitering in Wonderland is? Alexa, what is loitering in Wonderland? Sorry, I'm not sure. All right, yeah, it could just be a... Yeah, she's... I mean, it's AI, dude. I mean, AI in 2018
1: is not what people think. Yeah, she just doesn't know what the thing is, but if you say the name, she references it, like cross-references, but just,
0: Yeah. yeah. Sophia put an idea of AI in people's minds and that is so skewed. And those fake ass YouTube videos about Alexa laughing or so oh shit. Sorry. Anyway, um <clears throat> you just got to remember not to say her goddamn name. <laughs> yeah. But I, um, I feel
1: bad for people that already had daughters named Alexa.
0: Alexa Dinner Sorry. I don't know that <laughs> not you bitch.
1: I do not require food. I want to I want to program it so it sounds like Data from Star Trek. That's what I want. You can like actual data? Yeah, yeah. Like well, I mean, you can Can you tweak the voice like uh pitch
0: and stuff? No, oh. you can have her like uh play a clip or something. Oh, no. I wanted a full time.
1: Like people do with their uh they have that phone app with like I uh Apple Maps where they have Morgan Freeman giving you directions.
0: Uh turn left um, at the, at that third rock. Right.
1: He, he always drives you to Zihuataneo in Mexico.
0: <laughs> 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 Zihuataneo. Or say, say there. Zihuataneo.
1: Zihuataneo. He just constantly drives you there. And like, why the fuck do I keep ending up here? God damn it.
0: <laughs> I, I hate sailing and the boat ain't, can't, can't even float yet. <laughs> he's been
1: out for years and he's still fucking sanding I, the bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like what are the chances yeah I mean I was hoping you'd have this business up and running by now where's my I fucking just, brothel uh, you promised yeah now I gotta bust my ass just to grow a business with you God yeah. damn it they totally fucked it's a yeah yeah they yeah dude I mean you know prison's a lonely place <laughs> it's not gay place. incarcerated <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: gay for stay what it's gay for stay
0: Gay for stay. Yeah, It's when you're gay in prison. Gay for stay. Gay yeah,
1: for gay stay. for your stay while you're there.
0: Oh, instead of pay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I I just wasn't getting the reference. Orange is the new black. That's where I heard that one. I you know I've never watched that. Really I've good. I've heard.
1: Yeah, it's a, not a show I thought I would get into, but I started watching, I'm like, it was pretty fucking good. Like, the whole cast, everyone from top to bottom is really good.
0: Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. That was the rest of the development thing. I was thinking, I, you know, was that the show where it went away and then came back on a different channel? Oh, no. Or, like, a different platform?
1: No, this is just Netflix, stuff.
0: So. I really wish another network would bring Z back. They were going to. They were talking about it, but they didn't do it. So pissed off.
1: You can hope. Start writing your congressman.
0: Uh, no, they're trying to limit my internet access. Just like dumb fucking, you know, dude, uh, you think we're going progressively backwards? Jesus Christ. The, the Fucking what is Britain doing? Article 13 bullshit. It matters, man. It's it's just, you know, Article 13 is the net neutrality of, okay. of Europe. Don't know. Yeah. So. Um, she
1: gets back in her old body, life, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then she goes insane delivering milk to her neighbors and, and touching little boys. And then she tells one of her neighbors, I'm confused by this, top of the morning to you and don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes. And I'm like, those are both phrases. Why the fuck you saying them?
0: She's because she's a funny, funny female.
1: It's great. You still need to be, uh, you know, relevant to the situation.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't shoot until you see the whites in their eyes. That's like, is that a revolutionary war cry? Yes, I believe that's the war. Yeah. yeah but but
1: why is she telling a random neighbor that in the morning? Just to be funny. So funny. Thing. And his line back, because she goes into her apartment, grabs some candy bars and a cookie for her, which she keeps loose, loose cookies in her cabinet. That thing's hard as a fucking rock at this point. And then she opens the window and she sees the angel still, Cavander, Cavender, whatever the fucking name is, still just standing there on the sidewalk after like five minutes. And then she's like, hey, thank you. And he's like, don't take any wooden angels. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Make no false profits. What the fuck does that mean?
0: Oh, it's here. Hey,
3: Mr. Cavender, Cavender, but no thanks. You know something, Miss Greff?
4: Fuck you
3: yourself. are the richest woman I know. You, you have an abundance of wealth, and it seems that I've, I've had to travel a a very long distance to find out that cash and contentment aren't necessarily synonymous well goodbye miss Grepp. and uh don't take any wooden angels you hear he shot her you know, chief <laughs> you want to you want to talk to me right away
1: it's an old man staring at the sky I'll, I'll
3: be right up
0: what a terrible actor is.
1: Yeah. yeah. The music, the music. The now, Smoking
3: cigars on assignments.
1: No, you got a while.
3: Becoming an angel. Champagne drinking. Gin and tonic drinking. Gin fizz drinking. Gin on the rocks. Extra dry martinis. What alcohol. Inebriation. Crack cocaine. Prostitution. I Murder. Could go on from there. And cigarettes. Cigarette. Cavender, you're a disgrace to the entire service. I know it, sir. I'm afraid you know what this means. Re- Up the bus, Classification, sir. Classification, sir. At least reclassification. At
0: least. What? What else?
3: I there?
2: hate to do this, Other than Cavender.
1: Angels. I really do. I'm gonna take your you balls, know. Cavender. I'm gonna take
3: your balls. Keep them in a jar on my fact, desk. Why? I... This is incredible. Why? Well, oh, she's.
1: She's happy. It's two men staring uh, at the camera, kind of she's That's times it. happier
3: than the way I found yeah. her. And she's deliriously she and totally happy. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, I don't
3: she's see bowling. how that could be. But she is. Just just look at her. You see what she's doing, sir? What is that? She's bowling. She she goes bowling every Thursday she night. She's supposed to keep her thumb in the hole? Supposed to keep your finger in the ball after it starts down the lane? <laughs> no, no, sir. I, I don't think she's quite got the hang of it yet, sir. I, I hope she didn't hurt herself. Well, Cavender, it seems that Such I've, uh, I've been premature in my judgment. She died. Your assignment was to make her happy, and that's precisely the way she is. Okay, t- so there's very little.
0: This guy is giving him, like, you know... I don't know what the reclassification from angel with no wings to below that would be. I don't know what he did to work himself up to just angel with no wings.
1: Like angel janitor? What the fuck else is there?
0: Yeah, really. Again, uh, it's uh, very
1: bureaucratic.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. And, and He's reading off things that are the same. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the different types of gin drinks. He's like the dean of angels reading off the, the students' offenses. Yeah. What it reminded me of like a Animal House.
0: <laughs> the triple secret for me. Yeah,
1: but he he also says, "I hate to do this. I really do." And I'm like, "It doesn't seem like it. it. Seems like you really fucking hate the guy and you want to punish him, didn't it? Didn't
0: it?" Yeah, it seems like the power's going a little bit too much to your head, there, <laughs> Keith.
1: <laughs> Dean of Angels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Oh, the big man on campus over here. Yeah, just the fattest guy around. I was going to say, it.
1: literally, because all the angels are tubby old white men. No. They look like they're in, like, a Turkish bathhouse, and they're about to disrobe.
0: A gay Turkish bathhouse. Well, all of them are. Or,
1: or is there a...
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> a little redundant there, Frank.
0: Yeah. Oh, boom. Oh, oh. Double guns. Double guns. Boom, boom. Um, so... But then, it sounds like thunder. It's it's not really, it's not really like. What is that? What? Why is he reacting so weird and happy about thunder? Oh, it's a bowling alley. Yeah, it sounds like bowling alley, sort of, kind of, a little bit.
1: Well, she mentions Uh, a bunch of times that she likes bowling. Uh,
0: It's fair enough. I mean, you know, who doesn't love a good night out at the lanes? You know with the uh, nasty shoes and uh, children
1: running know. around not being watched by their drunk nice. parents,
0: do you ever go bowling like in leagues or anything yeah you ever do that? so you can throw a hook shot a uh, hook ball ball out.
1: um yes and no
0: yeah, I mean I do I used to have a mean just like like my ball would start on the left side and go. Ride the edge, and then ray of this moon, shoot in, and BOOM!
1: Yeah. Why well, yes and no? I mean, I had like a weighted ball. I could do it where it would do that, but if I had a regular uh, ball, I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, the way you, Yeah. you know. But, you know, of course, uh, yeah, yeah. Back, back problems and all. Bowling's probably the worst thing.
1: Yeah, to do. I, I have not been bowling in years now, because uh, I can't. But uh, they, I, when I was in the league, I, I basically stopped going because they, like halfway through the season, we were uh, winning. And then they, they did that fucking pussy thing where they came over to me with a rule book. And they're like, um, it says when you pick a hand at the beginning of the match, you have to stay with it. Because I'm ambidextrous, so I would, I would start off left-handed and then I would clean up with my right hand. And they're like, you can't do that. I'm like, why the fuck can't I use both hands? What the fuck do you care? Like, just because I taught myself how to do this mean, and you didn't means I can't use it to my benefit? Like.
0: It's cheating.
1: I, it's not. Yes, it is. How is that cheating?
0: Can a baseball batter that's, that's righty or lefty uh, change for the, what pitcher he's facing? Yeah. In the middle of starting to go against him?
1: In baseball, uh, but the next time he goes up to bat, if he wants to throw the bat with his other other way, he can.
0: Yes. No. Okay. He comes up to bat. He steps into the batter's box. Uh, right uh right-handed hitter's batter's box. He's up against, um, you know. I get, right. I get what you're saying. Right. So now they switch the pitcher. He can't change.
1: Well, they also can't switch the pitcher, can they?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. They can switch the pitcher for every damn pitcher they want. But the batter cannot change I don't Bat, the batting boxes so. when it starts his batter. Trust me on this one. Like, he, like once the batter is
1: declared. No, that. I don't think he can switch pitchers mid-batter, though. Sure you can. I don't think so. Sure. Yeah.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. No. You can, it happens all the time. I really don't time think he can. Time. Comes out. Good. You can change batters. Also.
1: Anyway, um, yeah. No,
0: can't. Can you, know, you? You can't do other one. What? No, you can't do either one. Yes, you can. You can change pitchers in the middle of a...
1: You can do it in the oh. middle of an inning, but not in the same batter, though. You have to wait till they're either out or they're walked or they get a hit.
0: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, because you always wait for the batter to be announced and then to walk up, and that's when you change the pitcher.
1: Yeah, but you don't throw two pitches, and then if they're both balls, go, oh, a new pitcher. Yes, you can. We'll settle this later. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, I'm on a notes for this episode. I don't want to talk about it
0: anymore. I'm fucking done. All right. I think I at the intro, by the way. I just, you know, Rod doesn't show up for the, uh, the outros. I mean... You yeah, know, so I kind of don't remember whether have happened. Was it during, like, the
3: sky, or was it...
1: It was right after
3: he finishes, I believe. Okay. Um, right there. Don't put doubt about your... Go on, sir. I'm all ears. I noticed. I think under the circumstances, Cavender, since you've done so very well with that subject... It occurs to me that there are other deserving subjects down there who might require a little angelic assistance from time to time. She smiled as she went through. Each one of them will be your project. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you, sir. In a strange way, I feel rather sorry for them.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. A word to the wise now to any and all who might suddenly feel the presence of a cigar-smoking helpmate who takes bank books out of thin air. If you're suddenly aware of any such celestial aids, it means that you're under the beneficent care of one Harmon Cavender, guardian angel. And this message from the Twilight Zone. Lots of luck.
1: What? I don't know. It's... Oh, oh, theme song.
0: That was... That was the absolute worst outro I've ever heard in do. It's number one, the worst. What are you reading? Baseball uh, rules.
1: Yeah, baseball rules.
0: I'm right, aren't I?
1: Um, yeah, yeah, no. It's kind of a, they can, but only under certain. Um,
0: After the batter's announced.
1: It depends on the, the previous pitcher. How far they've gotten along?
0: No. Wait. No, we we uh, uh, example
1: um, says yes. A manager can change pitchers in the middle of an at bat as long as the previous pitcher has faced at least one batter and the batter either reached first base, was put out, or the previous pitcher was hurt.
0: Okay. Fair enough. So I was wrong.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I think I was more wrong than you because you can.
0: Oh, okay, right. Well, I'll, I'll. You know what? I'll accept it.
1: Um. Anyway, uh, fuck this episode. It's. It's. It's not good. It's not a good episode.
0: So yeah. Um. Well. Well. You know. Um. I'm glad that my recordings were, deleted again because of that great uh, iOS 12 update. Um, I mean, it's so much different than 11. It's, you know, they really they really phoned it in, this update in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's
1: an update so in- insignificant, I didn't have to restart my computer after I updated it. That's how minor it was.
0: Yeah, it took fucking forever. Oh, yeah. Mike kept going was- one minute left, and
1: it stayed at one minute left for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have pretty quick internet. Uh, but it just sat there and then it, it, when it, uh, everything loaded again, like I could finally get back on, uh, uh, Safari, it, uh, disabled my ad block. It was like, it can't, you can't use ad block. It's slowing your Safari down too much. I'm like, that's fucking up to me. That's up to me. If I'm fine with that, you know, how knowing <laughs> it is not having ad block on, holy shit.
0: Yeah. Ad block is like one of the best. Uh, G, uh, Google extensions ever made. It's
1: amazing. And not having it, I was like, go to my usual sites, and I'm like, go, 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 pop up, pop up, pop up. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, and it, 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 I forgot what it was like. It's like if I only used condoms for my whole life and, or didn't use condoms and suddenly I was using a condom and be like, oh, then you kind of see what you're missing out <laughs> Like, I don't know how to describe it. It just, I felt like, ugh, exposed.
0: Ugh. <laughs> just ugh. 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 I haven't used one since I was 17.
1: Well, you've been with the same woman since you were 17. Exactly. Exactly. I have not, and I have not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, anyway, uh, let's get out of here. We're in an hour. Uh, where can we find you?
0: RedDragonRadio.com, all day, every day, babe.
1: LAWstudios.com, YouTube.com, slash you and same thing at gmail.com. You'll figure it out. Patreon.com, slash Studios do want to thank our sexy, ultra-hunky Patreon supporter. Um, Frank's pointing at himself. The Eagles? I think he's pointing at the Eagles shirt he's wearing. Uh, the Indy Sports Car Podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, it's the Flyers. Okay. Um, anyway, um, uh, do we have any uh, up, up next week's or... Oh, yeah, you lost your recordings. Never mind.
0: Yeah, uh, up next week will be our uh, the last and final episode of season three. Season three. And, then, uh, and,
1: um, and then after that, uh, let me step in here real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, it's just our two Patreon-only uh, episodes of our top five of season three and bottom five of season three. Well, but what were so, you
0: going to say? No, no um, I have no idea. Yeah, that's exactly
1: what right, Perfect. Well, let's get out of here. Until next time, and I think we all know in the meantime, I will be Phoenix West. Host of
0: hey. <laughs> oh, Alexa. Who's Phoenix West? Oh. That no, it, it doesn't matter. West,
2: loitering in Wonderland. The Walking Dead Review and the podcast's podcast. Thank you. Of course.
0: Alexa, can you go make me a brownie?
2: Sorry, I don't know that one.
0: And, and he's Frank Lynx.
1: So, so we're going to leave now. Lord, During a Wonderland Studios presents NyQuil and Cocaine, a face-off novelization. Chapter 7, Gay Conversion Camp. We cut to a suburban neighborhood full of green grass and palm trees. A person is working on their lawn while their lawnmower patiently waits, abandoned across the lawn. Either that or they have an oversized lawn ornament shaped like a lawnmower instead of a gnome. The street ends as it meets the ocean. A GMC Yukon pulls into the driveway and is driven by Travolta. We cut to somewhere in the world to some domestic violence as a young woman yells at an older woman. We aren't sure who these people are, but Travolta walks into the house. The women do not immediately call the police on Travolta, so I will assume they are familiar with him. The woman says that the younger girl was suspended because of a fight at school. The girl dramatically faces away from the camera and slowly spins around to reveal hooker makeup around her eyes and a nose ring. The girl is named Jamie and bitches at Travolta for not understanding her. She then drunkenly runs out of the room. Travolta and the older woman just stare awkwardly at each other for a few seconds. It is uncomfortable and you can smell the lack of sexual tension in the air. The older woman tells Travolta that she has to work the night shift and tried to call Travolta, but was put on hold. This must be his wife that tried the call earlier, but was left as a blinking red light on Travolta's phone. Travolta tells his wife, I got him, and that something is over, but we don't know what. Was Travolta caught having a gay affair, and that would explain the lack of sexuality between the couple? Travolta then says that he would go in the counseling, gay conversion camp, and talk about Mike. Mike must be the man he was caught with? Travolta ends the scene with another finger waterfall to the face. This is his signature move on his victims. Oh hold hold on, I'm getting a phone call. This is Phoenix. Hey
4: buddy, it's Murray.
1: Murray, good to hear from you. What's going on?
4: Well I just got off the phone with the lawyers over at Paramount.
1: Oh yeah? What what was that all about? To
4: put novelization of one of their properties without getting clearance from them.
1: What? Why wouldn't they want this project?
4: When you told me about this book, you said you were hired by Paramount to write it. But to be honest, I was wondering whether they'd even want a novelization now for a 21-year-old film. I guess now I know why. You were never hired to do this project, were you?
1: Hired? Not exactly.
4: Does not exactly mean not at all? Did you just start writing a book and release it online without any permission or clearance for Yeah, but it
1: seemed like a good idea at the time. What What does any of this mean?
4: at least six audio and video episodes without permission. They've officially mailed out a cease and desist letter. If you keep pushing this project out, they will take you to court.
1: Whatever happened to fair use?
4: You're walking a thin line here. What the hell is wrong with you? What is compelling you to keep working on this bullshit?
1: Most men are put on this earth to live their lives without meaning. They live and die without truly living. But some men are destined for greatness. They strive to reach the stars and won't quit until they get there. A third category of men are destined to write the novelization of Face Off. I guess I'm in that third category. What the fuck
4: are you talking about?
1: Fate. I'm talking about fate.
4: Your fate is gonna lead you to court. And without your manager.
1: What does that mean?
4: Well, I thought that was pretty straightforward. If you keep writing this book and releasing it, I will drop you as a client.
1: I guess you don't believe in this project. Or in me.
4: I didn't even know. I didn't even know about this project until a few days ago. This morning I got a call from the lawyers. It's not a good way to wake up, Phoenix. Stop making this shit book and get back to stand-up.
1: I guess this is where we part ways, Murray. I wish you well with everything, for I'm off to achieve my destiny. You're fucking insane. I just wish you would listen to reason. So long, Murray. Uh. Anyway, we cut to reveal a bottle-cap-shaped sign that reads Department of Justice, Federal Bureau of Investigation. We also cut to Travolta walking through an office looking sad as shit. All of his co-workers see him coming in and their moods immediately change to one of sympathy and sadness. Perhaps they know about his gay conversion camp and feel empathy for the man. The second man that Travolta tackled in the airport hangar is still alive and starts a slow clap while maintaining creepy eye contact with Travolta. The clap is infectious as everyone else joins in. One pedophile-looking IT guy gives Travolta a double thumbs up, which is a necessary mid-clap. I'm amazed that for once his thumbs were not accompanied by a sound effect, so we will give the movie kudos for showing such restraint. Travolta continues his sad walk amongst his coworkers. He's walking like he's at the beginning of a dream sequence and is just starting to realize that things aren't normal. He slowly turns around and looks like he's gonna cry over the loss of his lover, Mike. The second Travolta speaks, his co-workers go from celebrating to uncomfortable. He appears to be a sad sack of shit that cannot experience joy even mid-celebration. A woman walks out to him with a bottle of champagne with a gold bow on it. She says it's from the CIA. Mighty fine of the CIA to send a single bottle of champagne for an office of a hundred people. Travolta says to send it back, but then pauses to say the bottle is for Anderson, Montgomery, Berkeley who Travolta killed, Pincus, Giandelli, in winters, Tongue Sucker Jones, he sets the bottle on a desk and walks off camera, which leaves action star Margaret Cho and the slow clap starter standing there looking miserable. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens. If you somehow managed to enjoy this strange little project, go ahead and go to these web pages. Or not. It doesn't matter.